just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Hallelujah. Please let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for an opportunity to be in your presence once again. It's a blessing. We could have decided to be at home. But your word says that where two or three are gathered, there you are in their midst. So we believe that as we've come, it's because we love you and your presence is here with us. I pray, Holy Spirit, that may revelation come to us and we live here with truth that will transform our lives and advance us greatly. We pray for all those who must be part of this service. We ask, oh God, that you touch their hearts. Precious Holy Spirit, begin to reveal to them how the Saturday service can be a blessing to them. So as they come in their numbers, May their lives greatly transform to the glory of your name. I yield myself, my members to you. I ask that you anoint me and use me to bless your people. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please take your seats. God bless you. Thank God we are in church again. It's not easy to be in church. And keep coming to church. That's a blessing. Today, I want us to look at, we are still learning something from the determinants. Is it not so? Is it blessing us? For the past two weeks, we've been looking at speed. There's a lot of things you have to do. You have to do it with speed. And then last week, by the grace of God, we looked at Repetition of speed and then wisdom. Amen. Amen. So today, and uh, and what? Speed and what? Speed and strength. So today I want to look at wisdom. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. It's too beautiful. I enjoyed the worship yeah. I came to meet the last part of the prayer and I believe the prayer handed over to the worship and the worship handed over to the minister and the minister handed over to the <laughs> to the moderator and the moderator handed over to the preacher and I believe that I will hand over to you <laughs> so that you go and sleep. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. So today, basically, I'll be reading and explaining some things to us. And then I'm sure we'll be blessed. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise. To the wise. So today we want to look at the wise. Nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. 
Obinka, Amen. So today's title is The Third Determinant Wisdom. The Third Determinant Wisdom. So let's try and learn something. Number one, wisdom determines position and rank in your nation. Wisdom position and rank in your nation. Amen, help you. Should I give you the points and then we come back? Or I should just be going through? Okay. Alright, so under that, let's look at this true story. Joseph's wisdom. Joseph was one of the people who was very, very wise. His wisdom determined who he became in the land of Egypt. Through wisdom, you will become an important person in your country. Obinka, Amen. You are going to be prominent and honorable person in your nation through the wisdom of God. Bible says in Genesis chapter 41, from verse 38 to 41, Bible says that, And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this? A man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Also, you are the best of the wisest. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be good. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Amen. Amen. And we all know the story of Joseph. When Joseph had got into this foreign land, and then there was an issue, and then Joseph had a solution for the issue through his gift of interpretation. So I don't know what gift God has given you. Because sometimes the gift that God has given you is your wisdom. Yeah. So some of you, your gift is smiling. That's what God has given you. You'll be shocked what smiling can do for you. Because Bible says that your gift maketh room. So one of the ways to know your gift is when it's making room for you. And usually when you're growing up, you begin to see some, something about you makes room for you. That's your gift. I know my gifts. One of my gifts is I can easily enter into people's life. You see, when I sit down with you, within 10 minutes, we can go everywhere. It's a gift. And that gift is my wisdom. And that gift is what keeps taking me today by the grace of God. Though I'm a bishop here, I relate at some level that I can't talk about. You see, because of that gift, it's like you, you are the one who can do this thing, enter into pastors' lives in the AA denomination. You see? But it's your gift. What is your gift? Maybe your gift is interpreting dreams. Maybe your gift, Gideon, is singing. One of it. Today I enjoyed your singing, part. I mean, when I say enjoy, it's not just the voice, but the sequence. 
from this, you know you have to go to this, you have to go to that, and then so it's like you are, he's taking us somewhere. It's a gift. Somebody can also come and stand here. He has the voice, but to papa so. Oh, what I'm saying is it not true? Uh-huh. So, so what is your gift? Think about it. Bible says that Proverbs chapter four verse eight: Exalt her, exalt this your gift, which is your wisdom, and she shall promote thee. So, if your gift is cooking, exalt your cooking. You know, some people, I have a friend who is so good at anything that comes his way, he can do, do something about it. Like if your car is spot, he can work on it. If house, um, there's a plumbing problem, he can work on it. Electricity, he can work on it. He's called Papa Ray. He's the missionary at South Point. He can do anything. If there's any problem, any problem you call him, it's a gift. I mean, if he comes here, he will do something that me, I'm just standing, I don't know what to do. I have to call this person to come and do this. It's not my gift. So, and nobody is giftless. So, if you don't use your gift, then that is where you become uh, the opposite of wise. So, Bible says that, exalt her and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, reveal my gifts to me. As I learn about them, that they are my wisdom. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So Joseph's wisdom was his ability to interpret. And that made the king of the time, Pharaoh, like him. And Pharaoh said, you are the person we need. May somebody like you. If your, if your gift is beauty, because of that you'll be liked. There's not everybody who has the gift of beauty. Asham <laughs> Number two, wisdom determines your ability to stay in an elevated position. Wisdom determines your ability. To stay in an elevated position. I like this one too. So the point one is powerful, isn't it? Also, oh, we are going to get to know our gifts more, 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 more. So the more gifts, the more wise you are. Through wisdom. So the point to wisdom determines your ability to stay in an elevated position. Through wisdom, you will remain in your exalted position. You will not go up and come down suddenly. Through wisdom, whatever God has given you will be preserved. For instance, David was able to sustain his newfound national hero status. How did he do that? He remained a hero till he died because he behaved himself wisely. Indeed, it is wisdom that makes you stable. So Bible says in First Samuel chapter 18, verse 14 and 15. So after you have, through your gift, gotten somewhere, you must still know how to use your gift to stay there. There's a saying that you can use your beauty to attract a man. But you must use your what? Baking powder to keep him. Have you heard it before? 
it is said this way you can use your face powder to get a man but you have to use your baking powder to keep the man literally it's the same something like that not metaphoric it's literal so it's a type of it's a type of wisdom to sustain what you have are you understanding that so in this particular scripture first Samuel 18 14 and 15 Bible says that and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him you see I, that 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 presupposes to me that God is not just with everybody or God is not always promising he'll be with you unless sometimes you behave wisely is it so and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him it's like because of this then the Lord was with him so if you don't behave yourself wisely wherever God uses your gift to take you to you can easily miss out on something. The Bible says that because of that, wherefore when Saul saw what he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. So that is what made David stay at his position. So we need to pray that God will give us the wisdom. If let's say you are married, you need wisdom to stay married. Otherwise, you can. if I'm a bishop, I need wisdom to be a bishop. Otherwise, one day I'll no longer be a bishop. God, God really forbid. But it's a message. Wherever you are in life, it is a, a place where God has helped you to come to. If you don't use wisdom, you can lose your position. Yeah. You are the bishop's party. You can easily lose your position. You'll be shocked. But the next time you realize that somebody has replaced you. Nobody is indi- eh? indispensable or irreplaceable. Even marriage is crap. People have been replaced. There are, there, are, there are different types of replacement. There's a replacement which is temporary. And there's replacement which is permanent. There's replacement which is we can see. And there's replacement which is eternal. So you can you can be removed and we are looking at you but you are no more. Or you can be removed and we don't even see you again. All because of lack of wisdom. So what we are learning is that it takes wisdom to stay wherever you are. It takes wisdom to still be rich if you have become rich. I, without your respect, it is some lack of wisdom in Africa that has brought Africa where it, where it is today. Because on time ago, Africa was not like this. But it takes wisdom for the developed countries to still be where they are. Are we learning something? So, may God give you a sustaining wisdom. Amen. Bible says in Isaiah 33 verse 6, And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. This is powerful. So wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times, of your times. So what makes you stable is your wisdom and also what you get to know at the time. 
And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times. Hey. That is why this morning we are praying for wisdom. And we got to know in James 13 that wisdom is meekness. Or wisdom is humility. So when you see somebody who is humble, that is wise. Truly yours, if you, if you are following God, you will be a humble person. A humble person tolerates a lot of nonsense. A proud person does not tolerate nonsense. A humble person usually flows, but does not allow things to detect for him. A proud person is not willing to bend, not willing to flow, not willing to be malleable. That is pride. That is why, that is why, um, when you look at the wheat and the weeds, mm, it is believed that the wheat and the weeds, they all would start growing and it gets to a point where the wheat, the wheat would come like this after the fruit start coming. And the weed will still be standing. Because the weed is actually the proud type of the plant. And the wheat is the humble one. It's always bowing down. And Jesus said, leave the two. But one of them will be removed. It's the proud one. You don't, you don't bend. It's any nonsense. Do you know where I come from? Where do you come from? You come from, <laughs> you come from nothing. We all come from nothing. What do you think about that? Yeah, so wisdom that keeps you stable is actually the type that we can see and see that this person is humble. Amen. Amen. Number three, wisdom determines your place in ministry. Second Peter chapter three verse fifteen. Wisdom determines your place in ministry. So every one of us has a role to play in ministry. In Second Peter chapter 3, verse 15, Bible says that, and account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. The long suffering of our Lord. So, what it means is that, as God is, you see, oh, Plenty, plenty things. Sometimes you don't understand why somebody is more treaty and then God is not punishing the person. Sometimes you don't understand why somebody is misbehaving and God is not sorting out the person. Sometimes you don't understand why people who are rather some way seem to be prospering and people who are really struggling. You don't understand. But it says that, and account, account, account means that you make some calculations and account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Or the reason why God is not doing a lot of things is because he wants people to be saved. And he said that even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you. This is Peter, Apostle Peter, talking about Paul. And he said that Peter was somebody who was wise. Paul's wisdom determined his place in ministry. 
your wisdom, my wisdom, will determine how far we will go in ministry. It is only through wisdom that we can build a ministry that will outlast us. Amen. When we look at our father, the prophet, Dag Edward Mills, you realize that by the grace of God, wisdom has brought him this far. What do you think about that? When you look at the different aspects of ministry that God has birthed through him, it's just awesome. Let's think about it. Let's, let's try and analyze it. Can, can we all discuss a little bit, just for two, three minutes? Which aspects of prophet's ministry do you know? Anybody? The anointing to write books. He has written many books. Do you know the number? Over 100. And still writing, yes. The anointing to build. Let's look at Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. From verse 1. We, we are still listing the things. Oh. Actually, there are about 40. So we have just said two. <laughs> and he went out from thence and came into his own country. And his disciples follow him. He didn't say followed him. He said follow him. That means that it doesn't stop there. Follow him. His disciples, if you are a disciple of Christ, you follow. Verse 2. Bible says that, And when the Sabbath day was come, the Sabbath is when nobody does nothing. So, if tomorrow is our Sabbath, try and then let it be for God. He began not even to put off light. When you go to Israel, on the Sabbath, which starts on Friday evening, nobody does anything. They don't put on light. They don't put off light. So before 5 o'clock or something, whatever it's, that is it. Yeah? You have to cook before that time. If that time comes and you have not cooked, is it? Till Saturday late in the evening or something, and then the Sabbath is over. And then Sunday they can flow. Their Sabbath is Saturday. You see? So, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? Look, and what wisdom is this which is given unto him? So the wisdom is given. What wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works. So when you have wisdom, we can we can look at your wisdom by mighty works. That such mighty works are wrought by his hands. So you see, they were, they were looking at Jesus' mighty works and relating it to his wisdom. So you have said, books, the writing of books, is Bishop Dark's wisdom is one of his mighty works. As we are looking at Bishop Dag, you to start looking at yourself when you go home. That what mighty works can we look at in your life and we will deduce that this is your wisdom. So if you come to your house and you, you, you wake up and you don't dress your bed, it's your mighty works and it's your wisdom. When we come to your house and your chairs are scattered, it is your mighty works and that's your wisdom. I'm not insulting anybody when you eat kinky and you leave it the plate through the night, it's your mighty works. Yes. 
You see when you go to some sites, you see workers are working. And then some of them, as they are working, they are cleaning the site. Some too, they finish 10, if it's 10 months, they finish the 10 months with rubbish before they clean. That is the two different mighty works. That's the two different wisdoms. Yesterday or today, as I was driving around Kaswa, I said, what wisdom is this? What wisdom is this? I mean, look, everywhere, papers, rubbers, and people were riding motor along. I said, Corona, Corona, we can't stop Corona. And that is our mighty works. It's our wisdom. We, the same people, want to go to this white man's wisdom place where everything is clean. So he said that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Look at it, verse 3. I just want us to read and appreciate the environment. It's not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James. You see, instead of keeping quiet and then learning from him, they were now trying to analyze. That it's not this. So what is your problem? Why are you trying to analyze the, the person? It's not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and of Judah, and Simon, and are not the sisters here with us, and they were all offended at him. Oh, shame. People's wisdom is now making you get offended? Sometimes you see brothers and sisters growing up and then they don't like each other. Usually it's because those who are not wise are jealous of those who are wise. Eh, what are that daddy is always talking about you? What are that everybody seems to do? What are that everybody seems to like you? What are hey. even in the church there are people who don't know why this person is this, why this person. Look, they are just using their wisdom. Am I talking to God's people? <laughs> Look at it, verse, verse 4. And the Bible says that, But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own king, and his own house. The last verse, verse 5. And he could there, he could there, as he has been doing mighty works, they are saying that he's been doing mighty works. But this particular place where they were not accepting his wisdom, he could there do, let me put this one, none of his mighty works. No mighty work. Save that he laid his hands upon just a few sick folk and healed them. So Bishop Dag's anointing or gift of writing books is his wisdom. His gift of building, which is leading us to build a lot of building, is his wisdom. Can we have more? Teaching. He has the anointing to teach. It is his wisdom. Crusades. It is his wisdom. Healing. It is his wisdom. Raising pastors. Today we have churches all over the world. He, it is his wisdom. And I'm sure there were men of God who he came to meet. Or what I'm saying, are we not in Ghana? But it looks like his ministry has gone because he actually used his gifts of training pastors and sent them out. Hey, look at me and you. Did we know we could be pastors? Those of us who are pastors. Those who are shepherds. Did we know we could be shepherds? But today look at us. He believed in us and that was his gift. And today people like us have also become somebody important. It is his wisdom. More. We have said six. Church planting anointing. 
composing music composing music is he you are struggling to yes apostolic anointing ability to gather the young it's another great thing have you seen what's coming out of it uh, look at today first love first love is something that is blowing the whole mind of the world it's an ability at his age 57 he still flows with 13, 14 19, 21, 23 but you look at your age you can't even flow with your brother you can't flow with your sister I you For me, I, I don't flow with anybody. I just flow with my beloved. I just flow with my husband. I just flow with my wife. I just flow with this person. I just flow. Oh, you go far. Yeah. We have mentioned nine. Out of 40. The reading. Reading anointing. Ability to send. Because you can have, but you may not send. I'm about to send somebody to go and start a church from, uh, from amongst us. <laughs> yeah. The ability to have churches in foreign lands. Like he's not afraid to enter into strange places. Did you say camps? Camps. Ability to maintain. It's a very wild ability. Because you can't even look at the way we are even struggling to maintain our tents. Charlie, all these things, it's not small thing. They are the mighty works. Has he built a Bible school? Yeah. And gotten foreigners to be in and they are happy. What about orphanage? What about school? What about hospitals? What about something for the blind? Something for the cripple? Prisoners? Radio stations? <laughs> Mighty works, so. You wonder when does he sleep? Now he has brought something called flow. Flow came before Corona, not knowing that it has come to save us. His ability to be creative, his ability to take decisions quickly, his ability to change when the things must be changed, his his ability not to be afraid of people, his ability not to impress anybody, his ability of simplicity. <laughs> Very simple. Down to earth. Look, he could have spoken English like a British, but he chose to speak like a pure Ghanaian. But me and you, you know how we sometimes want to look like we are wild. So, Ogba son Ogba. It's a mighty work. His ability to relate with the great and the small and the poor. And the rich. All these are abilities, so. 
His ability to stay awake and finish his project before he sleeps. And all these are his wisdom. So the people say, say, hey, which wisdom is this? So my prayer is that, yeah, you had another one. It's ability in the wisdom of not taking loans. Because most of us, when we are pushed, we take loans. He said no. <laughs> he won't take a loan. His ability of of his humility to travel to go and see. Eh? Yeah. And then to copy. The, his ability to attract and maintain people around him. If I were you, I'll go home and then write all these abilities. And start praying for that God give me some of these abilities. So when you see him moving around with his ministry, you use ah, this guy, but all these abilities. The ability to operate in any of the gifts, including the prophetic, the apostolic, the whatever. He's a seer. Hey, Papa Wei. Look, sometimes I just go and I hug him. What, yesterday, as we were watching the last minutes, I don't know what happened. I, I went to touch the TV. And I, was, I wanted the, this thing too. And something was entering. And as the thing was entering, do you know what happened? Then the, the sound went off. That's when I was trying to call you. The sound went off. And the Holy Ghost told me that the vibration, the transference was strong. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I went and I was just touching. And then it just and then the thing went off. In the office alone. Because when you go to his home or his office, he has pictures of all the people he believes in. You, which picture do you have in your house? Shatawale. My brother. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The Lord will bless all of us. Amen. Number four, your wisdom determines your ability to work in important places. Hey, it's powerful. Your wisdom. And let me get to know your name again. That's your sister. What, what's your name again? Ellen what? Aka. I don't know you. Eh? Oh, really? From where? Okay. Are you a lightician? You go to lighthouse. Eh? Isn't? You used to come, but so you're you're back. Wow, good to see you, Ellen. And then um, the name Doris. Okay. Yes, I know Doris. Nice to meet you, Ellen. Wow. It's your first time of seeing me. Oh, today. But have you spoken to me before? So it's an ability now, eh? <laughs> you know, the ability to even stop preaching and come to ask your name is an ability. 
Because I could have easily waited and then when we closed on Ellen gone and I missed the name. Do you understand? Some of you are too shy to relate. I, I don't know if as I'm going to ask, I don't, I don't, what do people think? What she just think? And then as I've asked you, I, is, are you offended? Yeah. If there's anything rather in her heart, it's like, oh, Bishop has asked me my name. That's, and that's how it is. I mean, I was sitting at the back one day when the prophet Doug was preaching and then he came to the back and he came to put his hand on me. I mean, like, preaching. And he said, he was preaching about divine provision. I said, you see, young man, what do you think? <laughs> I just joined the church one year, Peru. He walked to the back. You see, when he come to church, you start sitting from the back. And then gradually you keep coming. Do you know why? Because that's how we all are. We are not sure. In the same way in life, Doris, when people, you are relating with people, usually they, they start from the back. They don't tell you a lot of things. So a lot of things are hidden. Then as time goes on, then it starts coming up. Say, hey, I didn't know you can be angry. I didn't know you speak rough. I didn't know. And then so that's so relate with people as people who start from the back. That's what just by the way. So he came and touched me, not knowing that I was going to be somebody one day in his church. I have written a book called Steps to Divine Provision. When I was writing that, writing that book, the Holy Spirit told me that, do you remember when your father came to touch you? He was preaching on divine provision. And today I'm letting you write Steps to Divine Provision. So sometimes the ability to even flow with the Holy Spirit is another gift. May you receive it. This coming week, a convention is going to be nice. I can feel it already. I can feel that I'll be throwing my legs and then people are receiving. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ability. Yeah. So, the point number four again is your wisdom determines your ability to work in important places. Wisdom determines your ability to prosper in the midst of kings, foreigners, and even politicians. Let's look at the scripture. Daniel chapter 1. Verse 19 and 20. Daniel 1, 19 and 20. And gradually I'm closing. I'm happy to know Helen's name. Ellen. Ellen what? Aka. Reverend Aka's name. Do you know Reverend Aka? Ellen, do you, you don't know Reverend Aka? Our pastor in Gomonyanyano. Yeah, the elderly man. Maybe it's your, your, your father's brother. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know it's your father's brother. Or, or Doris, what do you think about that? <laughs> you know, the Bible says that, and the king communed with them. And among them all, was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. You see, these guys, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, that was their, their real Hebrew name. But later they were called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's what we know, isn't it? So, but this is the real name. The name your, their mother and their father gave to them. 
Is it so? Verse 20. <laughs> and in all matters of wisdom and understanding, is it we saw wisdom and knowledge? There's a wisdom and understanding that is dear and sakal in Hebrew that the king inquired of them. He found them ten times. So the king will always talk to them. Say, Charlie, what do you think? Look, when somebody asks you, what do you think? Don't say, I don't think. What do you think? You must, you must say something. Because that will determine your wisdom. Some of you, you have, you see, look. Pray for it too. Pray that you'll be somebody who can say something when you're asked, what do you think? Because sometimes, just that one thing you say can change everything. Not once, but about twice or thrice that I have been in a meeting and then our father major meetings and our father will ask what do you think? And sometimes he say, Chris! And then at the just nick of the moment, I, God will help me to say something and what I say would work. And then it has worked to work to work. <laughs> yeah. And there are times that you are asked, what do you think? And you can't say anything it's like, because of that, you, you are not considered for something. May you receive ability to say something. Yeah. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. So they had something to say. They had something to offer that was making a change. So the point is that your wisdom determines your ability. I'm reading it your because I want us to get the emphasis. Your wisdom determines your ability to work in important places. Hmm. So these guys, this was the beginning of their being considered to work in important place. Like in the king's palace. So, let's say I am here and we are talking. The way you contribute will let me you, you may not know but it will let me say no I think uh, let me get this person closer Let me get this person closer I'll let this person too Like somebody like Abla The reason why I'm bringing Abla closer Is because she contributes She contributes Every issue that she has to say. She says something that seems to Help things to move So it's like though she's a young lady Somewhere but it's like I seem to Want her to come along. She contributes. That's against some people. They don't talk. Me, I've been in the church for a long time. One of the things that has affected my coming forward, even rising up to where I am today, is because I was known as somebody who was not talking. Look, there have been meetings. That's why some of the bishops are my, my, I don't know how to say it, my, My younger brothers. Recently I was with Pastor Richard is also. What what did the bishop say? He said and it's like it's everybody said, This is my pastor. He was my other and it's like everybody he wants everybody to freeze and then listen to I said, Oh no, you are my senior bishop. I said no, you are my pastor. And that is how a lot of them call me their pastor because most of them I was their senior. Even Bishop Oko, I was his senior on campus. But 
But you see, you see some of them, when they meet you, they'll talk. Bishop will call, contribute. And daddy was like, no. Okay, so I should have said, and then Chris will be quiet. Most of you are too quiet too. You are too quiet. 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 Look, your boss will promote you when you speak. Very, 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 very important. <laughs> your boss will promote you. Your husband will like you when you talk. Your wife will like you the more when you also talk. True. Okuru, you don't say anything about her hair. You don't say anything about her dress. You don't say she she's she's with you, but she's not happy with you. You don't say anything. Say something before before you die. I think I'm preaching to the, the people who, are, who must hear this. They are not here. <laughs> Say something. Say something. Say something. Sister, say something. Look, say something to your dad. Children who are, look, my, don't tell anybody. They have three children. By the grace of God. I have the first, I have the second, and I have the third. I love all of them, but by virtue of what they do, they are positioning themselves differently. I hope you understand what I'm saying. In my heart. One of them talks and can get me to talk. So that person is a little bit different from the others. Mm. <laughs> and others are quiet. They don't have much to say. It's their wisdom. It's their mighty works. Which is a very bad mighty work. So when I got to know this, Ellen, I said, hey, ah, so that is why I'm being left behind. Lord, I am going to be wild. So I started changing. And then, like a prodigal son, took a decision, I'm going to come closer to my father. And also start contributing and talking. So me too. When we come for meetings, I started talking. I started talking. And so when the talking small, small was bringing me closer. By the time I realized, this is where I've come. Hey! hey. <laughs> yeah. Wisdom. Hmm. Number five. Wisdom determines the great things and mighty works you can accomplish. Psalm 104 verse 24. God bless you for coming to church. Bible says, O Lord, how manifold are thy works. In wisdom hast thou made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. So how manifold are thy works. Thy works. And we are created in God's image. Is it not so? Yes. Bible says that be imitators of God as dearly loved children. Ephesians 5.1. So we are supposed to copy God. So how manifold, we should be able to say how manifold, oh Chris, are thy works. Today we can say, oh Dag, how manifold are thy works. The prophet Dag, how manifold are thy works. 
Reverend Gabby, how manifold are thy works? We should be able to look at your region and say that how manifold are thy works? Because your region has produced pastors. Your region has produced a lot of things that how manifold are thy Everybody, wherever you find yourself, we should be able to say, oh you, how manifold are thy works? In wisdom has thou made them all. The earth is full of your riches. That's why I want everybody here to build their house before you die. Your personal house. Because the manifold is part of the manifold works. What do you think about that? Is it powerful? And then, and then your house, one of your houses, if you can build more than one, should have a swimming pool. Don't think, don't think, don't think a house that has concrete floor. I'm, I'm producing English for my own dictionary. It is bushy. Ghana, <laughs> we don't, you need me If you have your heart, I'm a concrete, concrete. Anthony, yari yari, no. Yeah. Real good environment for human beings is what God did for Adam. Garden. If God wanted to cement the place, he would have cemented, <laughs> concreted. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He said, look, Adam, garden, trees. And the white man has kept that. We who are in Africa, who have the trees, we are cutting, cutting them. And we are concreting. You wonder what is wrong with us. And the, wisdom, the white man doesn't have it too. And he's forcing to plant it. When you go abroad, they don't have the environment we have. They don't have the trees, they don't have, but they are forcing. I tell you, it's, I don't get it. We are, we are cutting it. And we say, look, we want to be like them. And they are saying, we, they, we like you. So, in your house that you build, one of your houses, you have a swimming pool, have a nice environment, have um, an atmosphere where, you see, when you have the trees, the oxygen, that comes out of the trees. Gives you good health. All these things. Bishop has preached on a camp called atmosphere. When we come to your room. And your room the paint color is red. Dark blue. Black. It's the reason why you are always not happy. It has a toe on your life. And but you may think that oh. I don't know. Because I think that my mother has something to say. It's not true at all. It is the color in your room. The carpet in your room is causing an effect on your soul. We don't need to have carpet in your room. That's why you're willing carpet. <laughs> have aquarium. Have animals. You know the Jews, the Jews... They know your heart by the way you relate with an animal. So if you are someone who kicks dogs, you, you treat a cockroach. Just by that, they can determine who you are. Their belief is that your heart reveals the way you relate with nature. So I have learned that. Bishop wrote it in the book. Tithing and non-tithing. It's there. So when I look at people, I can see their their life. 
just by the, the way they relate to his nature. The way you, you wish this dog is dead. You wish a cow will kill this animal. You wish that even animals that have, even snakes, the way you are wild to want to kill it, it's a message. The way you see orchids, <laughs> all your family, 12 people, you want to kill the lizard. So, oh Lord, how manifold are the works and wisdom has thou made them. May the Lord give us wisdom to make a lot of things. So the point is, wisdom determines the great things and mighty works you and me can accomplish. Wisdom is the source of mighty works. Amen. Amen. Say say after me, wisdom is the source of mighty works. So wisdom, you see like as a church, we are now starting in terms of 2020, we are going to do a lot of things as a church. Like very soon, I think two weeks from now, we are going to have what? Kenke party for the young people. It's, it's, and we are going to have a lot of other things that used to be that we are reviving again and adding some flair to it. It is supposed to, the mighty works are supposed to impact the community. Everybody who used to be a member of this church must come back home. Even those who thought they are dead. They will arise, arise and come back. Ellen, when we close down, okay, let me talk to you. Okay. And everybody is important. Everybody. We won't allow you to come and you are sitting at the back. You are important. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Everybody. Hey. Wisdom was the mysterious key that God used to create the world. His works are works of wisdom. Nature is a work of wisdom. The planets, the moon, Ishmael, the stars, they are all works of wisdom. The rivers, the lakes, the waterfall. Can you imagine? The clouds. The clouds. The rainfall. The snow. Are all works of wisdom. The plains. The plains. The deserts. The swamps. The forests. The mountains. The hills. They are all amazing works of wisdom. Not only that, oh, I mean, different, different things that God was involved with. This means how plentiful are God's works. Indeed, He made them all through wisdom. Hey. Proverbs 24, Bible says that the Lord by wisdom has founded the earth by understanding as establishes. Also, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 19. Amen. So, by wisdom, may you do great, great things. Look, go to your house and then start looking at how you can... Look, when I come and visit you, I can just determine your wisdom by the things I see, which I do always. Look, when you come to our house, we are living in a very simple place. Look, one day I said, look. And I said, let's change this. 
when you come, there's no order in terms of what people will do. But I, I just had to come up with some. And by the time we were done, my family was clapping for me. I said, let's position dining table like that. She said, no matter thing we position at the time. But I said, let's position like this. Let's do that. I mean, I realized that something was working. But you see, it's also because of exposure. As you humbly go to places, travel and see. When you come to somebody's house, don't stand out and say, the person says, come in. Come in, but start looking around. What can you learn for your your nina? That's how we learn. When you go to a place and there's an opportunity to visit the washroom, when you go to one, learn something. Some of us, we are too Ghanaian. We are too shy. We are too mimpemwasem. So we don't learn anything. But maybe God was exposing you so that you can use it for your nina. Do you know there are more other planets? There are other planets. There are eight planets or so, apart from Earth. But Earth has all these plains and mountains and all. So you can imagine what the other planets also has. That God had to just look at and say, I'll copy this here. I'll bring this here. and Like that. If you are like that, God will give you opportunity to even travel. Are you recording the message? Those who listen, if you are listening to me, because you are taking a decision that you want to be wise, God will take you to Japan. Amen. He will take you to Korea. Amen. If you don't want to learn it, then you stay in Nanyan or Kaba. You stay in Kashua. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Number six. Wisdom determines whether you will be called for or even chosen. Wisdom determines whether you will be called for or even or ever chosen, whichever you want to write it, even chosen. It was the wisdom of God that brought up the name of Daniel when there was a crisis in Babylon. Daniel was highly recommended as someone who could solve the problem. Daniel was called for and they will call for you. I said they will call for you. I said they will call for you. By your wisdom, when something comes out, they'll say, ah, let's call for Ishmael. Pastor Richard is also like that. There are times that you just, let's call for Pastor Richard. Because like when he comes, I call him a name. That means that when he comes around, he will solve issues. <laughs> yeah. May I be called for? Amen. May you be called for? Amen. May you be called for? Bible says in Daniel chapter 5 verse 11 through to 14 Bible says that this is quite a long scripture but let me read it very fast. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods and in the days of thy father light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods was found in him. Whom the king Nebuchadnezzar thy father the king I say thy father made master of the magicians astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar, 
Now let Daniel be called. May you be called. And he will show the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought in before the king. And the king spake and said unto Daniel. And thou that Daniel which art of the children of the captivity of Judah. Whom the king my father brought out of Jewry. Is it so? Now the, the king was asking. Are you the one that people are talking about? Are you the Reverend Gabi that people are talking about? Yeah, oh yes, I am. What 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 have you heard about me? I even heard of thee that the spirit of the gods is in thee. You see, those times that's how they could describe it. The spirit of the gods. But we're saying that something that you have that makes things work. Something. And that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And Daniel had to accept it and then become whatever they wanted him to be. He too, like Joseph, found himself in a foreign land and he became great. Look, it is wisdom that will exalt you in the midst of a very strange environment, strange situation. Yeah. I think above all that I've said, the point one is most important. That your gifts, your gifts, your gifts are to your wisdom. Number seven, and then we are closing. Wisdom determines your ability to rule. (laughs) <laughs> Wisdom determines Gideon your ability to rule. Bible says in Proverbs eight sixteen, by me princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. By me princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. Do you remember Solomon? First Kings four twenty nine, and I like this guy. First Kings four twenty nine to thirty four. Solomon, King Solomon, as we all know, God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much and largeness of heart. A kind of largeness of heart, he's not talking about the sickness, heart, enlargement, but he's talking about and the spirit. The heart here is called Balao or Labab. Is it so? The spirit, your heart. So, largeness of heart, that means that you have become fatherly. You'll be here, you can cooperate. You can incorporate. You can accept. You can flow. So when God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much, and largeness of heart, so he could, he could contain a lot of issues. He could understand situations. He could identify with people. He had sympathy. He had empathy. Even as the sand that is on the seashore, Next verse, my dear. And Bible says that, and Solomon's wisdom eh, excelled the wisdom of all the children of the East Country. That means all the children in Asia. And all the wisdom of Egypt. Just like Job was also the most richest in all of Asia. Solomon was wiser than all them because Asians are wiser. Relatively. That's why Alpi Grace wants to go there. But he's not going now. <laughs> Verse 30. <laughs> Verse 30 again. Verse 30 again. Verse 30. I say that, and Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the East Country and all the wisdom of Egypt. Egypt was also known as a place where wisdom was. That's why Bible said that and Moses was trained in the wisdom of the Egyptians. 
or the magicians of the of Egypt. I think Acts 7.22 or something. And then next verse, verse 31. Bible says that, For he was wiser than all men, hey, than Ethan the Israelite, and Heman, and Chalcol, and Dada. If you give it to three sons, you can call them this name. The sons of Mahal. And his fame was in all nations. Your fame will spread. That's why our prophet is and everywhere. Dag, 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 dag. Because Charlie, mighty works. Hey, may we be men and women of mighty works. Your name will spread. It could be business. It could be ministry. It could be this. It could be that. Next verse, verse 32. And he spoke 3,000 proverbs. Wow. 3,000 proverbs. So you don't count what you have. But is he counted? He spoke how many? 3,000 proverbs. How many shoes do you have? Uh, how many toothbrushes do you have? Even how many tooth do you have in your mouth? <laughs> how many dresses do you have? How much money do you have? Okay, how many members do you have in your church? Okay, how many came to church? Okay, how many bo- short books do you have? This is the question I'm asking. Most of you are struggling. And he spoke 3,000 proverbs. So he was somebody who, who was melancholic. Or decided to be a male. And his songs were a thousand and five. He knew songs. Thousand and five. He was into proverbs and songs. Just like our father. Hey. Next verse. Verse 33. This guy is great too. And he spoke of trees. That's what Pasolo spoke of trees. What do you speak of? I don't want to go there. From the cedar tree that is in Lebanon, even into the hyssop that springeth out of the wall, he spoke also of beasts. So he was into watching animals, you know, nature, discovery, natural geographical discoveries. He liked animals and of fowl and of creeping things and of fishes. Then he beer. Who will be up pet trees and then is somebody who is exposed. Next verse, last verse, verse 34. And there came of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon. So what attracts people to you usually is your wisdom. From even kings of the earth which had heard of his wisdom. Yeah. Your wisdom determines your ability to lead. When an unwise man is put in charge, the whole system disintegrates under his leadership. It is wisdom and not brutality that makes a man stable in his leadership. Whether at church level, political level, family, household level, whatever level, it's your wisdom that makes you lead. Poor leaders lack the wisdom to accommodate everyone. In the secular world, such people become dictators and murderers. In the church, such people drive away valuable members. These who, those who lack wisdom are loners with no one to help them. So if you, are, if you lack wisdom, you are, I work alone. When you see people who don't relate with anybody, it is because they lack wisdom. 
They don't know how to relate. They, they actually don't know the importance of relating. As I said, Ellen, situation rash. It may turn out for her good. I don't know. But that's how. Because you see, one day, somebody also said, what's your name, Chris? Wait. I'll talk to you. And through that, I got to know, so, do you have a beloved? Where is your beloved? Introduce your beloved to prophet. And then by the time you realize, you are being brought closer. Relating. As against, I yeah, come to church, I finish, I'm going. You're, you're only the first person to run away. Ah, no. May this service be a service of we. May we relate. We should be able to mention our, even call ourselves. Jay, do you understand? You should be able to call Helen. Have you called her before? Look at her. Yeah, call her. Doris, have you called Reverend Gabby before? You're, you're laughing. <laughs> Pastor Copsey, have you called Doris before? This is your first time. Gideon, have you called me before? No. Happy Grace, will you call Ellen? Yes. That is it. And then, if we are working on this thing, next week we won't come like this. We'll make sure that Charlie, this place must be full. Today when I was entering, something told me that why don't we start meeting in the hall? Even if we are three. Somebody will pass and want to come. I say, we are just trying to be happy. But the idea is, look at this word. If people are, plenty people are listening, wouldn't they be blessed? I'm not sharing this tomorrow. It's different. So relate. Bring somebody. Look, me. I, I grew up as I was growing up as somebody who didn't have a reason why to, I had to relate. But Lighthouse changed me. Lighthouse showed me how I need to talk, how I need to relate. From 1993 when I joined Lighthouse, I learned that I must talk. So I started relating. Oh, hello. Bishop taught us. When you meet somebody, it's called interaction. PVCI, interaction. So, hello, my name is Chris. And I was listening as a young boy in the church. What's your name? My name is Solomon. Oh, I'm, I'm in the university. I'm also in, in this. What do you do? Well, you live. I want to be your friend. Like that. So, when you do that, you don't know which of the people you are relating with who will be a blessing to you. That's how life is. That's wisdom. When King Solomon wanted to build, his father said, King Solomon had a friend. He's called Hiram. The king of Tyre. Go and see him. And I know my son, you relate well. And then tell him that I said he should give you wood. And when he went, the man said, Ah, you're a very nice son. My, your father and me, we had a good relation. No problem. I'll give you even servants to help you to even build. And that's how King Solomon was able to build a very beautiful palace for God within seven years. So if you don't relate to somebody, maybe that person is your mechanic. Maybe that person will show you somebody who must come and solve the fridge problem for you. Maybe that person will show you somebody who can produce blood for your mother. 
Number eight, and that's the last point, I think. Wisdom determines your ability to become rich. Okay, last but one. Let me finish first. Are you enjoying the points? Hmm. Hey. First Kings chapter 10, verse 23 to 29. Riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable, durable riches and righteousness. That's Proverbs 8, 18. So let's go to First Kings 10, 23 to 29. Very fast. My time is up. Somebody got to go home. So King Solomon exceeded all the kings of the earth. For what? For riches and for wisdom. Next verse. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom which God had put in his heart. May people come and hear your wisdom. Amen. And I help you grace. How did you start doing all these juice that is now gone international? My daughter is doing juice. So if you need juice, see her. Different juices. If you come early, it's the first few months, those who buy a juice, it's anointing that you also add plus the juice. I'm telling you. So if you want to do a program, whatever, just see up your grace. Different kinds of juices. Me, I am recommending. Yeah. Are you see? People will not come and say, ah, how was your secret? And she'll tell you. As humble as she is, she'll tell you that this, that, 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 that. And so the whole has sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom. How was our secret that made us now break into thousands? And we are going to see the thousands soon. Amen. Oh, crap. We'll come to church and the whole place is full. Not because we have Kokrubiti and all those people coming on. It is Nyanyano that has grown to become thousands. How many believe it? Is that to hear his wisdom which God has put in his heart. Verse 25, look at it. And he says that, and they brought every man his present. Is when you are rich like that, when people are coming to you, they'll bring gifts. So, prophet is not poor. Because as you are approaching you now, you know that you forgot give him something. And what you are going to give him, he can give to you. So the rich becomes richer and the poor becomes poorer. And, the, and they brought every man his present, vessels of silver, Vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices and horses and mules and rate year by year. So every year, people were bringing things to Kishon when he didn't need it. Have you noticed that those who don't need it, they rather get. And those who need it, they don't get. Because in Mark 4, 24, 25, look at it, Mark 4, 25, and we come back. You see, when we started this this service. I, I quoted that scripture. Mark 4, 24, 25. He, he said, and he said unto them, take heed what you hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear, shall more be given. Verse 25. And he says that, for he that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not, from him shall be taken, even that which he hath. So if you don't have wisdom, people will even come and take what you have from you. But the more you have wisdom, the more people will rather give to you. So let
go back. <laughs> so he says that, and they brought every man his present vessels of silver, vessels of gold, and garments and armor. Garments mean that in Tariahro, this type of dress, this type of so, Oh, prophet, I bought this for you. I was with a man of God recently. And then I was just there and somebody brought a nice dress. And this man, he has dresses. And this was so, I, I just felt I had to, I was like, hey, Charlie, people who need the dress, they are not, people are not giving to them. Yeah. Why? Why are they giving? Because they know that as I'm going to give, there's something on him that will also come to me. I don't think about what he has. I'm also going to give some. So they are showing, they are showing, they are showing, and the people are getting. So as they were coming, they were bringing gold, garments, armor, spices. Armor includes anything that has to do, including car and spices, horses, mules, a rate year by year. Afibia wadeba. Next verse, year by year. May you receive blessings year by year. And Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen. He had a thousand and four hundred chariots, twelve thousand horsemen, whom he bestowed in the cities for chariots, and with the king of Jerusalem. Hey. Twenty-seven. And the king made silver to be in Jerusalem as stones. Stones. D. Are you understanding that? Stones. And cedars, the cedars he was reading about and learning about, he made it to be as the sycamore trees that are in the veil for abundance. Look at how Anakazu has become. A forest turned turn to a nice place. It can only be a man of wisdom who is leading us. Can buy a land and then let the land change. That's wisdom. You can come to a room, a rented room, and then the room will change. Change the landscape of the room. <laughs> hey! Next verse. <laughs> and Solomon, Solomon had horses brought out of Egypt and linen yarn. The king's merchants received the linen yarn at a price. Last verse was 29. And Bible said that, and a chariot came up and went out of Egypt for 600 shekels of silver, and an horse 150. And so for all the kings of the Hittites, and for the kings of Syria, did they bring them out by their means. Pastor Lou was blessed. Your wisdom determines your level of riches. The wisdom of African leaders has determined the poverty that is experienced there. What wisdom is this? Most African leaders have the kind of wisdom that creates poverty for everyone under them. Creates. Poverty and riches are indices of wisdom. Your wisdom is how you think, how you plan, how you decide with what you have. Poor people often plan in a particular way and take decisions in a particular way. The wisdom to produce mobile phones, televisions, radios, and cars is far greater than the wisdom needed to produce granite, tomatoes, and pia pia. Someone who harvests red peppers cannot be compared with someone who makes mobile phones. The wisdom needed for these two activities is vastly different. And the wealth that these two activities generate is also vastly different. Pastor, Pastor Copsey, have you been to Dubai before? 
How do you compare Dubai to Kaswa? is one of the most nicest in the world. Dubai. I will also be there. I tell you. When we were going to Korea, they, were, they divided us into, I think, two groups. And so some of us passed through Ethiopia. You know, passed through Ethiopia, so I don't know why I was not put to the group <laughs> that was supposed to go to Dubai. So when the names came, I said, oh, I wanted you, but it was not by whatever. So some went through Dubai, and those who went to Dubai, they had one day to just transit properly in Dubai. So they went to town, and then enjoyed. I said, "Wow, Dubai, Charlie, the skyscrapers. Have you been there before? Artificial smoke, snow." And the roads. <laughs> if you go there, you do like this. It's too wild. <sighs> it opens your eyes. This man, as he has gone and come, his eyes are open. I met him in South Africa, Swaziland. Copsin. Because when you go and see and you come back, it's like Ghana doesn't look nice again. <laughs> but you see, the point we are learning is that it is some people who are leading us their wisdom. In the same way, you too, your wisdom will determine how your house will become, whether it will be an African house or a Dubai house. It is you, your wisdom. My wisdom is what to make my house a Dubai house or a Kaswa house. Can I give you the last one? Okay, wisdom determines the length of life. I think we should hear this in close. Wisdom determines the length of life. Hmm. I love this. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 13 and verse 16. Proverbs 3 13. Bible says that happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Verse 16. And he says this is very powerful. Length of days is in her right hand. In whose right hand? In wisdom's right hand. So if you find wisdom you have found length of days. And in her left hand, riches and honor. So life, long life here, riches and honor here. So, so why don't you need wisdom? That's why King Solomon said, Papa, give me wisdom. Long life. So if you are going to live long, it is by wisdom. Wisdom will let you know what to eat, what not to eat. Wisdom will let you know how to do a lot of things so that by the time you realize you are living long, 
Wisdom will teach you how you must keep your mind working. So that, because for you to live long, your mind must be working. That's why those who go on retirement, it is, it is proven that within two years after going on retirement, they die. So don't dollify your mind. So when you see somebody who has hope, somebody who is always thinking, somebody who has something to do, that person is going to live long. People don't, lazy people die early. And that's wisdom. The Bible is clear how wisdom keeps the length of days. Indeed, countries like Japan and Switzerland, we will be there. Have life expectancies of 80 years and above. Unfortunately, many poorer countries have a much shorter life expectancy. There's a life expectancy. How averagely, how long people can live in that area. In Africa, poor countries do not use wisdom to invent, to create, to manufacture, to export anything. Such countries cannot even sustain chicken farms. We can't even sustain chicken farms. Sometimes when you look at us, I mean in the twinkle of an eye, most Africans are when you look at the white man, like you see hope. It's, a, it's, a, it's an issue. It's like something's beating us. It's here also. That's why sometimes when we now we go to their place, you see that life has come. And that life that is there, we can bring it to our environment, our small environment. You know? Poor countries cannot even have rice farms. The wisdom to create and run a large farm is simply not there. Indeed, the health sector of poor countries are equally undeveloped. That is why they die early. May the Lord deliver us from the opposite of wisdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Is it okay to clap for Jesus? Please let us pray. Precious Holy Spirit, we thank you for using our Father the Prophet to write this book, The Determinant, which is loaded to help us to come out of our poverties and our bondages and our curses so we can advance. We thank you for what we have learned today. Our prayer is that may we desire for wisdom. Be the things you've given us that we have to work out and make it come forth as our mighty works be used in the name of Jesus. Father, give us that spiritual part of the wisdom. We pray, just like it is said, that he that lacketh wisdom should ask of the Lord who giveth liberally and upbraideth not. King Solomon asked you of wisdom and he gave him. Lord, we ask of wisdom. Give it us in the name of Jesus. Precious Holy Spirit, as you are working in us, may your, your wisdom even activate many aspects of our lives. May we begin to do a lot of things that people describe as mighty works, changing lives in the name of Jesus. Even in our homes, may the wisdom that we have begin to transform many things in the name of Jesus. We thank you that wisdom has come 
And because of that, riches has also come. In Jesus' name, Amen. Do you know how to convert? Um, Bible says that, and God gives seed to the sower. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers: zero two seven three two forty four four nine. 0540 77 49 41 Stay blessed.